Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast. Richard, you and I are separated by screens and miles again because uh, finally the cup caught up with you, mate. Yeah, after two years or whatever it is, uh, I finally succumbed. I, I thought I was a special case guy. I thought I was never going to get it. Do you think you were you were somehow immune from it? I did. I did. I mean, I, I've not. <laughs> we were all really, really careful, weren't we, during the first lockdowns? Yeah. But after that, you know, when the world opened up again. Um, I've been to gigs, I've done this, I've done that. I've been in close quarters with the, the people in the press box that ended up getting it and I, I didn't get it. Yeah. And I know. You, you think you're invincible, don't you? And then suddenly, bam. I think we, it's, it's one of those, it does catch up with you, doesn't it? I went two years then, when I, you were even longer than I did, then with, I think it's replacing it sooner. But I'm glad that you're feeling a little bit better now. Mate. Yeah, much better. Yeah, uh, last Wednesday, the last Thursday when you did the uh, the solo podcast, which I'm... I'm yet to listen to. I think uh, should I listen to it, guy? <laughs> no, I wouldn't bother, mate. I wouldn't bother. It was just that, one of, that it was my was, bad uh, day. Call, that was my bad day. It was no, what they call a, a placeholder. It was thank you very much, everybody who did listen. And people have said some very nice things about it. But uh, podcasts kind of depend on having two or three people <laughs> in them. I think. I, I, I applaud you for trying it. I I wouldn't have even tried it. I don't, no one wants to listen to this sad individual harping on about stuff <laughs> on his own. We've got some good content this week. Let's run through what we're going to do in this week's podcast. Um, You've had a chat with the gaffer, which was a a little bit hit and miss technology-wise. Yeah, uh, Mm. I I, I did say to him that I was doing it for the podcast, and obviously then I used those uh, quotes for the back of the paper this week. But he was at his his, his parents' place in Brighton, um, where he'd been enjoying a a break, and... um, after about 25 seconds of the recording, it dropped out and then he had to ring me back. And after about another 25 seconds, it dropped out and he had to ring me back. And this happened about five times. Um, and it's really not worth listening to because, uh, you know, it's just, just so convoluted and all over the place. Obviously, I rec- recorded it and it went well enough to, to take quotes for the, for the back page. But um, no one wants to listen to me trying to reconnect with Gary every 25 seconds, five times or whatever it is. Um, but it was a good well, chat, um, and he was in good spirits, and he enjoyed he, he yeah. enjoyed the jubilee, and he was um, he he was talking about you know how um, been, been fielding a lot of phone calls during the weekend, etc. Um, so yeah, it was a good chat. We'll have a chat about that a little bit later on. Yeah. We will also tell you how and where to get tickets for what's going to be a great event next Friday night, the Legends of the Leroy Era yeah, evening, uh, which is an online chat. Yeah. Um, some great names involved in that. There's a link. If you've come to this podcast via Devon Live, there's a link in the text which will tell you how to get a ticket for it. We'll tell you a bit more about it later on. That's going to be unmissable. Yeah, absolutely. Really looking forward to that one. We'll tell you about that later. But first, Talking United fan Charlie Baker um, is currently appearing in a new show up in London, which he'll tell us all about in a moment. Up in London? Up in London? I got him out of the bath. Did you? 
Physically. I got him out of the bath to chat with us um, yesterday. So he chats about the, uh, the Tony Blair um, musical, rock opera that he's involved in at the moment. But first we chat about football and uh, Charlie's got some very interesting things to say about young players and why they want to move on and how they come to leave clubs. Um, big talk United fan, Charlie. So let's, uh, let's have a listen to, uh, to a chat with Charlie Baker. Good morning, Charlie Baker. I've got you out of the bath, I hear. You got me out of the bath, Guy, um, <laughs> resting my weary legs. Absolutely. Like Danny Wright after a bank holiday weekend. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, in good shape, in good shape, mate. Good man. I want to talk to you about, um, about Tony Blair in a moment, but let's talk, fo- yeah. let's talk football first. Um, yes, we're stuck in the middle of the close season. Have you enjoyed the playoffs? Uh, I love the playoffs, but there's always a slight tinge of it should have been us. I know. Um, not this year, but obviously last year. I'm, I'm trying to move on. Yeah. Trying to move. Uh, you know, acceptance is the first stage, isn't it? You know. It is uh, difficult. And I, and, and I have moved on. I have moved on. You know, it's like, well, that was our go, and we might get another go at some point. Yeah. And uh, uh, I just, uh, just look at it. I, I've still not watched it. I've still not watched last year's playoffs. I no, can't bring myself to watch it. I this year's were amazing, absolutely amazing. I tipped Solly Wars to win um, in about March. I know the playoffs. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this right. This is unbelievable. But then on the day, I I had a change of heart, and I I put five quid on uh, Grimsby Town to win yeah. an extra time. So I was, you know, pretty you, pleased about that. You were quitting. It was one of those games. I'll be honest, where I wasn't sure who I wanted to win until the first goal went in. Do you ever have a game like that where you suddenly oh, yeah, realise? Yeah. Then you, you think. You sort of decide yeah. who you need. But they, you know, they had that big. Uh, um, Sorry, I like that. Uh, Kyle Hudlin, six foot nine. Yeah. And and you go. They, they don't actually. What's weird is when we've played against him, he's not. I know he scored at that back heel against us. Yeah. <laughs> he's not looked that great. He's been, he looked like you can mark him out of the game. Maybe that's because we had a couple of good defenders on him. Yeah. But but uh, he he changed. You know, when he went off, that was it. Basically, they they seemed to lose their outlet. They did. Um, and they were a good side. I mean, they Neil Argy really got them playing. Dallas was great, wasn't he? And, he was. Uh, Spara, you know, you know, some good players. And they looked good when they played us, you know, as well. So um, I think I think that might have been their chance. I think that might have been Solly Armour's chance. For Grim, a while. Grims, and Grims I think that never give up. Get, yeah, I, I think it'll get broken up that team because yeah. you know you know what it, you know what it's like. We, we're in the same position. If people look good, they go. You know, because bigger teams with, with, with more money at the moment. Have Have you shed a tear for Wrexham and Notts County and Chesterfield? And <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I didn't think Chesterfield would do it. Uh, I they looked so bitty, didn't they? That all yeah, season, they, didn't they? Yeah. once they lost Shimanga. Mm. What an effect he had! I mean, unbelievable, really. But I suppose you build a team around someone like that, and then they disappear. Um, it'd be interesting to see how he gets on next year, and 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 if if they become a force next year. Yeah. Uh, not County. Um. Yeah. You know, I'm slightly obsessed with Ian Birchnell, so I was dis- <laughs> disappointed to see him go because I think Gary has absolutely got the the, the sign on him, and and uh, can really um. He could he, never beat could he? Never beat Gary. Or, he gets or under his skin, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely gets under his skin. Gets under his skin and, and, and Gary knows how to beat him. So yeah. it'd be very interesting to see who turns up there, to be honest, um, because that is a big, that's a proper big club. And you just, I just wanted Wrexham out of the league because, you know, they, they will throw money at it and, that, and oh, I yeah. think they'll walk it. I think they'll walk it next season, you know, I think is the thing. Because they've got hope. Yeah. They've got good 
donors yeah. and they've got they'll they've got money. So that's the sort of three things you need, isn't it? So I think we're all playing for second next year, if I'm honest. I think, uh, I think you may be but, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, but, and also the, the players leaving Torquay United. I mean, that's the NLS champions other than Asa Hall and Olaf gone, isn't it? You know, it is. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that team. Yeah. We have to remember that they won the National League South. They didn't win the National League. They won the National League South. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying they aren't good players, the ones that have left, but they didn't. They didn't complete the job. You know, no. and, and it, it, in Gary, we trust to um, to rebuild a squad. Uh, genuinely do you know we were building a team uh, I, I th- you know I think Danny Wright's a brilliant player and I'd love to have seen him in his absolute pomp and he was excellent for us at times um, but he was injured a lot yeah. and I think if you're building a team around a 36 year old striker you have to look at, at, at perhaps what you've got up front um, and uh, I mean Connor's a great player I'd be interested to see where he turns up yeah. I think he's possibly League One bench, League Two, uh, uh, possibly, if he can keep some consistency. Um, Armani is sensational at our level. I'd, um, again, very you know, his dead balls are pretty dreadful, um, uh, other than his free kick, kicks now and again. But the corners, I think we've always, we've always, we're always suspect at corners because they've yeah. been coming great. Um, and you, have to, you know, you look at. You look at Grimsby Town, who, who went up, and they scored all their goals from free kicks and corners, and they let all their goals in from free kicks. <laughs> yeah, that's... And that's the division. That's the division we're in. You know, um, uh, Ben Winter will be a real big loss, I think. That was the one that surprised me. Yeah, I, I was. I, I mean, obviously, it's 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 a, a genuine reason for moving. He wants to be closer to his family, and he doesn't. Yeah. Really, he doesn't owe us anything. But I, I, I was hoping we'd hang on to Ben. Yeah. Career in it, guy. Yeah. And, and you get you get one go at moving and making some money and, and, and perhaps moving on. And, and I mean, I will say before he got to, to before Gary turned up, he was pretty much going nowhere. Mm. You know, his career was only going one way. So a lot, a lot of the time, it, it is like, oh, certain managers can get certain things out of certain players. Yeah. And, you, and it'd be very interesting. It'd be very interesting to see what, what happens to because a lot of them were going, you know, going nowhere really. Um, uh, before, before Gary turned up and you did go oh this will be really interesting now to see where where they go how they play if yeah. they can stay fit if they can cope with the level of of, of fitness that is required to, to do a, a League 1 or League 2 or, or uh, you know I, I think where do I think they'll turn up I think they might turn up at uh, Wrexham and Notts County some yeah. of them um, <laughs> yeah I think you're and, right uh, That's right. So, Absolutely. So they've got to make as much money as possible, and also it might be time, you know, bring some new people in. Joe Lewis, I think, is the biggest loss. Yes. Joe Lewis, yeah. I think, is a yeah. fantastic footballer and a brilliant defender, and uh, I've built the team around him if we're going to kept him. But, yeah. uh, but I, as you know, I, tr- I trust Gary and Aaron and the team with my uh, whole self. Indeed. And I trust them to bring people in. So we, I mean, look forward to the marquee signings. You know, marquee at this level. Looking forward to the pre-season friendlies. John Marquis, 
John Markey. Um, well, he's he's been released. Yeah, I've mean, yeah. no idea who those will be. I mean, because you know, I've never heard of any of the other players we no. signed before we before they turn up. So it's not like we know they're going to be. But but look, if they've got people in mind and there's and but the th- thing is, it's it's often about co- with Gary's teams. It's about coaching and and yeah. and the players' desire. You know, you, you look at. You look at some of the signings from last year, mm-hmm. and you go, "Well, you've got to want it. You've got to want it more." Yeah. And a couple of players we let go or let go on loan, you mm-hmm. go, "You're going to regret this." You know, we're, you know, I'm, I'm 46 now. I look back at things and go, "Yeah, I could have done that better." And, yeah. and if you're a footballer and that's your career, I think, I think you know, I don't want to say anybody's name, but I think a couple of players you've had to go out, have gone out on loan and now have been let go. You go. You're going to regret. Yeah. You're going to regret and not it, taking the opportunity. And if you, you don't, know, if you I don't think, respond to a management team like Gary and Aaron, who are yeah. you going to respond to? To be honest, because they they do bring the best out of players, don't they? They they, they? they really, really do. And and the advice they give may be harsh, but it is right. Indeed. The advice they give it is, is is I think they I think what they do is lay it on the line. I think a lot of footballers. I've been told they're amazing since they're six, and I've never been, never had it laid on the line. And I think a lot of these young men are shocked to hear it sometimes, and might find they're not playing to the levels they they can do through either lifestyle choices or attitude. Yeah. And you go, you you got to make better choices. You got to look at yourself. You know, maybe you know, I have I have a thing if three people tell me something. And, and I disagree with it. But if three people tell me, I think, well, maybe they're right. I should probably think about that. And you look at some of the players we've had to let go who are obviously really talented. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna, it's going to go. Yeah. In a minute, you'll be 40. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you blink, you're 40. Oh, more, you're absolutely, on, mate. Wait till you hit 60, Charlie. That's... That... <laughs> Listen, the reason that we're talking at 100 miles an hour this morning is that you're a very, very busy man at the moment. Tell us a little bit about the project that you're involved with at the moment, the, the, the Tony I will, Blair. I will do. It's really ruined my Talk United end of season <laughs> watching. Um, but uh, I am currently playing Tony Blair in uh, Tony Blair the Musical, which I know sounds uh, utterly mad. It's actually called Tony Blair the Rock Opera. Yeah. Sort of is. But I think opera puts people off. It's not an opera. Um, uh, and it's written by Harry Hill. Yeah, a comedian, absolutely incredibly funny man, and a guy called Steve Brown, who's written lots of very successful musical and musicals and, and sort of songs. He's Glenn. I don't know if you watch Alan Partridge. He's Glenn Ponder uh, in Alan Partridge. Is he? He wrote all the, lots of the spitting image songs. Fabulous. Very yeah. funny man. Well. Yeah. What, what they've got right is, is very, things are called musical comedies, and you often find the comedies lacking. But mm. there's more jokes in the first ten minutes of this show than there are in.
on why Tony Blair was popular, and and, and we we cover why people you know call him a liar, um, and and then I, he has a reaction to that, which is basically very relevant today because it's well, you put me there. Yeah. You yeah. voted for me. It's I Tony Blair got in three times, three times, it, and and uh, two with a landslide, and once after the Iraq War. So. All it is is democracy in action. You can judge the man as much as you like. But, yeah. You know, uh, and then I don't think I don't know if on your podcast I can say the name of the last song, um, <laughs> but it is. I will. I will. I will clean up. The whole wide world is run by a holes. Okay. Uh, that, and that, that's a, a, a rousing finale. <laughs> a rousing finale. Yes. And we. Uh, there's a long list of uh, basically men who've run the world and messed it up. Yeah. So. Um, did, it's an interesting satirical piece as well, but it's hugely, hugely funny knockabout jokes, and uh, I play Tony Blair in it, despite looking nothing like him, but uh, um, people seem to enjoy it. So yeah. we're having a laugh, guys. We are having a laugh. And it's, it's your press night tonight, isn't it? So you've got... Um, the, 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 the buzz is quite um, quite good already. You're generating yeah. a lot yeah, of well, interest. We've, we've, done, um, we've done six or seven shows already, Yeah. previews, like pre-season friendlies, I've been calling them. <laughs> We had two of the Talk United travelling yellow army in on Saturday. I saw the picture on Facebook, but it was great, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Jules, Jules, Nick, Jules Nixon and Alan Wills uh, yeah. turned up on Saturday in Talk United away shirt and third shirt, um, respectively. And uh, and they behaved themselves very well until the uh, bows when they started shouting, United! United! <laughs> and I had, to, I had to explain to my fellow cast members who they were, who United were, how it wasn't Manchester United. Um, and and uh, tell them all and spread the love of Talk United again. But it was very very nice of them. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're Saturday at three pm. It's our matinee, so you know, it, it fills a gap for now. Perfect. And from the look of the uh, the videos on the website, the cast looks like a good squad. It looks like a good dressing room you've got there. Yeah, really really good bunch. We're having a good good time. Um, plenty of youth and experience. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yes, it's all, and, the, and the lads are really, really coming together, and we're really having, we're trying to have a really good, uh, really good go at it tonight. You know. Uh, yeah, with Harry, you know, uh, with Harry Hill. See, no swapping shirts at the end, though. Absolutely, and Harry Hill playing the part of the gaffer. He is indeed. Well, he's, he's not directed it. Um, uh, brilliant director called Peter Rowe has, has directed yeah. it. Um, but uh, Harry's more the chairman. Okay. Sort of time has brought the players. Yeah. Put a team of players together. Um, but Harry's around, been around for the whole uh, rehearsal process. Um, he's a fantastic, lovely, lovely man, as funny in life as uh, as he uh, in, is on stage. And um, his new tour that he's got coming out very soon sounds amazing as well. But yeah, he's in, he's in rehearsal, rewriting and tinkering and telling you how to do a joke now and again um, that he's written. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a brilliant experience, guy. It's been a brilliant, and I've got four, four more weeks of it. Uh, the Finsbury, it's called the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park. Pretty easy to get to from Paddington if people are coming up from Devon. Paddington, you, know, to, uh, you go to Green Park or King's Cross yeah. and then get on the, the Victoria Line to Finsbury Park and it's a two-minute walk from the tube. Couldn't be easier. Charlie, yeah. I, I need to let you go. You're a very, very busy man. Go break I've got to go and, gotta go and uh, pretend to be Tony Blair. So, yeah, I've got to go. You're clean-shaven for this one as well, aren't you? 
a clean shaven, no beard, haircut. People hate it. My daughter doesn't recognise me. She's never, she's never seen me without a beard. So yeah. Brilliant, Charlie. Have a great one. Break a leg. Go well. All the usual um, best wishes and thanks for joining me on the podcast. Uh, cheers, guy. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Interesting chat with Charlie there. Um, he's always always good value to chat to. Sounds as if the show is going well. Some of the reviews are in uh, online this morning. Um, it's gone down really well, that show. If you're in London, go and have a look at it. But football-wise, some very interesting stuff to say about young players, uh, why young players move on from clubs, the circumstances that, um, that, that lead to young players leaving clubs. Um very interesting thoughts on, you know, why young players move, young men get bored, um, moves happen. But this brings us quite neatly, in a way, um, to what you were chatting to Gary about, because Gary, all the way over the, um, the fabulous Jubilee weekend, uh, was fielding phone calls, you were saying. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, trying to build that squad, wasn't he? Um, or isn't yeah. he? Um, we all know that we've got a, a very small group of players left at the club, three um, are obviously on contract from last year. Mark Holstead, the goalkeeper. At least we've got a good, decent goalkeeper, you know. Um, yeah. For, for for all the fact that he missed most of the season as as the second study to uh, uh, McDonald, he did all right when he came back at the end of the season, the last couple yeah. of games. So, um, got a decent goalkeeper, and then we've got um, Keenan O'Connell, who who I think is worth another year. And then Gabby Rogers, well, we're not sure about that, are we? Because, um, well, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because, I mean, he signed, he? he signed himself in with a fantastic goal in a pre-season friendly, which in a way is a terrible thing to do because the fans suddenly sit up and think, whoa, mm. this is a world-class player. Um, you know, he's obviously a good player. He's obviously got something because that's what made Gary bring him into the club. It'll be interesting to see whether he goes out on loan straight away, whether Gary puts him on the bench and starts using him from time to time. There's definitely a player in there, isn't there? Well, I think, There's definitely I think, a step loafer in there. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's that kind of player, isn't he? he, he he's um, he's a, a flair player who you don't really see the other bits of the game so far. Mm. Um, and no. I think that's probably Gary's... Not problem with him, don't get me wrong, it's not a problem, but I think that's probably... Gary, Gary, Gary likes his players to play a, the Gary way, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah. And I don't yeah. think he's quite. The, the, Gabby hadn't quite got that uh, early on in the season, uh, and mm. then uh, and then he ended up being loaned out to a couple of clubs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how much Gary's been able to work with him during pre-season. I think we'll see him during pre-season, um, yeah. and then he will probably get a chance at the start of next season to prove that he's learned how to play the Gary way. Um, and then I think it will be telling if he does end up going back out on loan again, that possibly he hasn't learned to play the Gary way. Um, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean he can't be a footballer elsewhere, of course, because the, uh, other teams don't play the Gary way and then they might they might have a, a way of, of, of utilising his flair play without uh, worrying too much about yeah. what he, he doesn't bring. Um but I think Gary wants certainly a lot more than that. Yeah, certainly an exciting player to watch. I mean, when we did see him play, he came on from the bench a few times at the, yeah. in the first part. Not terribly successful first part of last season, but you looked at him and you thought, "That's you know, get the ball to him, 
and things will happen. Yeah. But as you say, Gary's game is is pretty specialised. Some players get it and some players don't. Yeah. And those that don't don't tend to last very long at playing more, do absolutely, they? Absolutely, absolutely. And then and then who else have we got on on a promise? Um, which is the best way of looking at it? Well, well, I mean, we've got players who've signed back on. Ali Omar, Asa Hall, Tom Lapsley, Dan Martin, Dean Moxie have all signed back on again. Well, no, oh, they Lapsley haven't. No, they haven't. Yeah. They've agreed to sign back on. Okay, so the signatures are still not on the... the, um, the, 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 the mm, as yeah, far as I'm aware, they, are, they cannot sign until July the 1st. So uh, Nick Broderick asked a question in, in this week's Herald Express in his column about how come we, we, we're seeing uh, teams signing players... Uh, and you see the, the obligatory uh, shirt photo of, of these players who have signed for teams, Danny Wright being one. Um, yeah. The, 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 the thing is, they haven't signed. They can't sign until after July the 1st. So um, when the teams are saying that they have signed this player, what they're actually saying is, well, we've agreed to sign him, but it's not actually pen and paper yet because that's not legally able, we're not able to do that but you know both parties are so assured that that that, that it will happen they're, they're both comfortable to release the yeah. fact that they've signed now Gary could do that and he did hint uh, um, uh, in, a, in, 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 in the interview that he did on the official website that if he is so completely confident with a player and the player is so completely confident that it's going to happen, there might be some shirt photos yeah. and uh, um, the word, words to the effect of we have signed this player. But I, it's not the way Gary works. Gary works. No. He, he, I, mean, we, we, I mean, we've known managers, Guy, that we've, we've covered other, I've covered other teams and you, you've covered... Talking on and off, sort of for years. We we've known managers who, who told you who the players were that they were going to sign. Gary doesn't let anything yeah. out, even yeah. to us. He probably doesn't even tell he his doesn't. wife. <laughs> well, that's probably. But I don't mind that. No, I don't, I don't know, mind it either. It's it, you know news does not leak out of Playmore. There are no leaks out of Playmore and you know when you're covering the club you just have to accept that a couple of the guys at Walking Football said to me last night who are we signing you know you must know and you say well look, you, you don't know because no. Gary doesn't let it, you know it's watertight Playmore. we don't know the other reporters covering Talking United don't know it's 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 fair and a level playing field that he's just not going to tell anybody until he's good and ready Gary does let us into the odd little bit of uh Information doesn't he? At the end of the end of last season, he did um, let us know what he thought might be happening with some players, um, but that was all in trust, and we'd never break that trust. Um, but generally, he keeps it all to himself, and um, and I, like you said, I'm quite happy with that. Um, he is doing a job in the way that he feels is the best way to do it. And he's the manager, and so therefore I'm I'm quite happy for him to do the job as uh, just like that. Absolutely. So you were talking about shirt pictures. We've seen Danny Wright holding yep. up his Haven to Waterlooville shirt. Yep. So, joins joins Jake Andrews. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And we um, understand. Sorry, say that again. We understand Jake will be a Haven to Waterlooville player next season. We understand, yes. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, Danny, Danny will now be part time. Um, 
<laughs> he says in an interview with uh, the Heaven and Waterlooville local paper down that way that, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, he's been given a lot more time to spend with his family. Um, yeah. And I think I think that's uh, that's that's why he didn't. I mean, he never moved down to Torquay. He used to spend a lot of time, a lot of hours on the road. I believe he still lives up Gloucester Way. Um, yeah. Haven at Waterlooville isn't much closer than Torquay to Gloucester, but having said that, um, he's not going to be doing the trip and not be expected to be in training as much. So it's a part-time role, um, and uh, and I, and I think we'll see him, you know, um, scoring a few goals there. I would have thought. Absolutely. What's the betting we get them in one of the cups? Yeah, right? yeah. Bound to happen, isn't it? <clears throat> it's worth probably putting, putting Danny, money on that now, isn't it? Danny and Jake, uh, they've released Scott Rendell and Manny Duku. Have they? Um, or understood to have released Scott Rendell and Manny Duku. No, re- releases have happened, haven't they? It's yeah, the yeah, new yeah, signings yeah, that yeah. happen. happen. Manny Duku, they, the enigma. They've... <laughs> The enigma of Manny Duku. We couldn't understand that. He did really well up in Scotland. Yeah. Scored a load of goals at a reasonably high level in Scotland and then came back to Haven and Waterlooville. Yeah. No disrespect to them, he said, disrespecting them instantly. But, you know, it's it's a strange, strange bit. The transition between English and Scottish football is very, very strange. That, that I mean, when you consider that, you know, Ryan Bowman was playing in the Premier League mm. in Scotland... Yeah. Um, and then came to Exeter. Now he did very well at Exeter, and he also did very well with us. We know that. But um, if you equate to the fact that he was holding down a starting place in the Premier League in Scotland, to the fact that yeah. could he hold down a starting place in the Premier League in England, there's there's a massive difference there, isn't there? So it's when you go step, when you it? step down to I don't know what they call the Championship, don't know the second division up there, and then League One, yeah. League Two. That, that that that's almost non-league, I think. That that kind of league one, league two. Some of the playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the playoff games that I watched. I mean, they decent games of football. I enjoyed them a lot. But I suppose if you're looking at technical standards, you're probably looking at league one, league two. It's it's a strange strange setup. Yeah. Yeah. Another shirt picture this week. Armani Little. Yes. Signed for Forest Green Rovers. You'll all have seen well, that already. Well, has he signed for Forest Green Rovers? <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've done it again. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, obviously, you know, these teams and these players are are a hundred percent with with the deal, so it will happen. But yeah. um, you know, it's just I mean, that's that, that's quite a good fit for Armani. I think, I, isn't I think it? That's I mean, a great Forrest move Green. for him. I don't, I don't begrudge him the move. Um, um, I hope he's successful there. Um, Ian Birchnell signed him, didn't he? So he knows all about him, the former yeah. Notts County yeah. uh, manager who's now at Forest Green. Um, he's a bit of an enigma as well, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. But he said I, the, Charlie Baker said in the interview that we did earlier on that Gary seems to have the have the sign over Ian Birchnell. He seems to be able to suss out how he plays. Yeah. But he's a very intense, deep, technical coach, isn't he, Ian Birchnell? He is, he is. It'll be interesting to see how he does there because um, yeah. uh, he came to Notts County, didn't he, with a, a kind of reputation as a, a technical coach, etc., etc., etc. In the end, didn't pull it off there. They didn't go up. After two no. seasons in the playoffs, they did not go up. 
Um, so for him to get that that job at Forest Green Rovers is, I mean, he must have jumped at the chance. Um, yeah. Having said that, Forest Green Rovers do like a kind of technical uh, from 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 a different um, world of football manager. You know, Rob Edwards yeah. was 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 England's under 14s or whatever he was. Uh, Ian Birchnell was a was was a technical coach with, uh, with the FA or, or or somewhere before he was at Notts County. So they do like to ch- a slightly different manager from from Clogo Smith, who played eighty seven games for York. Do you know what I mean? Now, I, I was a big fan of Clogo Smith. Yeah, but, uh, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's, it's great. I, I was hauled over the coals on social media yesterday for describing Forest Green Rovers as ex of the city's great rivals. I'll stand by that. There was only goal difference separating them at the end of the season, I, I, wasn't there? I thought that, uh, last season, they were Exeter City's great rivals, yeah. 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 Um, so I, I, I wouldn't I, necessarily I, say it's a, it's a long-term thing um, but, because uh, Exeter I, will come I, down next season, they'll be separated again. But uh, yeah, <laughs> really no, I, I, I wish them all, all the best, both of them. Um, it, was, it, it was, you know, that, that, that end-of-season <coughs> fight for... The title was 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 a, a big thing, and they did yeah, come it was. rivals last season. So I, I, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So you control me all you like, but I'm quite. But happy you with can that one. honestly, guy, you can never say anything without someone having a problem with it nowadays, can you? I know that's true. That's true. Um, another significant departure from playing with this week, of course, uh, Chris Todd. Yeah. As yeah, after a season leading the under 18s uh, when they won everything they entered. Uh, and were absolutely brilliant. Um, Chris has been tempted to go and join Yeovil as Chris Hargreaves number two. Yeah. Um, which is a great move for him. Yeah, I you're mean, not going to turn that down, into, are you? Into Football League. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. And, and Chris, he's done such a great job with those under-18s. I think we probably need to recognise that and wish him all the very best. I think we also probably need to sign up a couple of those under-18s before someone else does now. Yeah, well, that, you see, that's the thing. I mean, Gary hinted at that the other day, didn't he? That they're looking at ways of making that system a little bit more watertight. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt well, he, put, he, put, he might have known that, 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 that Chris Todd was going then anyway when he, when he mm. spoke about that. So that might have come into the thinking. Um, yeah. I see they've advertised the job on, on yeah. the website. Uh, it be interesting to see who, who, uh, who ends up getting that. Um, it's big shoes to fill, isn't it? Big shoes to fill, and it's a difficult job to do, isn't it? As well, because you, you're looking at lads who you know who are in full-time education. They've got to balance that with football. There's a lot of travelling involved. The parents have got to be really, really committed as well, and, yeah. and you've got to juggle all of that along with coaching them at their best football. Chris has done a tremendous job there, and as you say, it'll be um, it'll be a difficult job to fill. There are candidates out there, I'm sure, because um, the youth football world is very strong down here. Yeah. It's going to have to be the right person. Yeah, I can think of a couple, but uh, we, we might be surprised by by a name. Mm. Um, it, it, it's a shame that we 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 lost Wanacott, didn't we? To uh, uh, yeah, where did he go again? Remind me. Wigan. Wigan. Wigan Athletic. Yeah, uh, um, we don't get any money for that yet. Um, you know, talking about it have been quite instrumental in his 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 learning of the game. However, the way it's all set up at the moment, it's not an academy. It is Pro Direct and South Devon League as well. And South Devon College. Yeah. South Devon College, sorry. And um, and I, 
it's, it, it's a shame if we lose more players. You know, some of those players obviously deserve a chance to show what they can do for Gary. Um, it'd be a shame if we lost them and then didn't get any money for them. But that's the way we're set up. And if you want to get money for players, you have to be set up the right way. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the spectre over your shoulder of the Ollie Watkins, um, yep. you know, Keith players who, yep. who should have been talking United assets, but for whatever reason back in the day, they weren't. Yeah. Um, Matt we don't, Jay. We don't want any more of those. Yeah. So um, there we go. Jamie Reid. One more thing that we really need to, um, Sorry. Need, to, need to plug before we go. The Legends of the Leroy era. Uh-huh. Coming up next Friday, June the 17th, 7 o'clock, online, a two-hour forum um, looking at the what a lot of people think is is the best ever Torquay United team, certainly the best in recent memory, the 2004 promotion team, team that went up in that game at Southend. Leroy Rossinia uh, is taking part in that. Alex Russell is in it, Joe Kafour, Kevin Hill. He's here, he's there, he's every flipping where, Kevin Hill. Oh, I thought you were going for it then. Is in it. <laughs> Uh, Martin Britton's taking part in that one as well. Loads of fans' questions and all the proceeds go to the Trussell Trust, which is a magnificent organisation um, which delivers food banks, um, which we shouldn't need in this day and age, but that's a conversation for another time. But we do, and the Trussell Trust delivers and the evening will be in aid of the Trussell Trust. Perfect. It's, Getting um, tickets. it's a good thing. Um, going back to what you said about some people think that's the best team of uh, you know modern era yeah it is i mean I, I i i had the pleasure of working for the club during that period and yeah. know all of those players quite well um they were just such a good bunch of lads um yeah. and talented footballers to boot um it just clicked didn't it um we, we we've really? talked about it before leroy did inherit a lot of them from roy mcfarland Roy went mm-hmm. through a lot of players the season before to hone a squad for the following season. And then, of course, what happened is, is he walked away because David Priest wasn't wanted as a player anymore. That, we've got over that before. But, um, so Leroy came in and he was in one of those unique managerial positions where he's walked into a squad that's fully formed. Yeah. Well, well not the, quite the, fully formed. He did bring in a couple yeah. of players, but... <clears throat> he's walked into a squad that you know is 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 almost there, I should say. And it, it, and it's just waiting to be coached, isn't it? And, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, he, he really turned. That, that was it. Was such a pleasure to watch that team. I mean, um, Alex, Alex. Uh, why I'm laughing is on my screen. Richard has just picked up a Dachshund. <laughs> all I can see now is Rudy, the Rudy's doing a lot of snuffling noises, so you might hear them on the uh, on the camera, on the on the microphone. So we digress. Um, Legends of the Leroy era, Friday, June 17th. There's a link in the blurb that goes with this podcast. It'll tell you how to get your ticket. Get one. It's going to be quite a night. And talking of, of next Friday, uh, our podcast might be, or should, <coughs> excuse me, if, as long as I can get to Scotland. I'm supposed to be going to Scotland uh, uh, next week. Um, as long as I can, I, so we'll- I've tested negative in time I'm, I've got the tiniest of little lines now if you if you're actually yeah, they, te- if you're actually testing to see if you had COVID and you didn't you know as, as run of the mill test you probably you might ignore what I've got left so I think I'm almost there um, but, they do um, linger don't they yeah but I'm, we're, we're off to Scotland next, uh, next week so um, 
we're coming back on the Thursday. So rather than uh, talk to you from the uh, the M6 somewhere uh, in a in a service station, where you will inevitably be stopped in traffic. Yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll, we'll do we're doing the podcast on Friday next week. We will, and with that, we'll leave you. My the sound from the room next to me indicates that my granddaughter is just waking up, <laughs> and that's not a sound that you want in your headphones late at night. So, I've got um, uh, I've got a snuffling dog and gardeners <laughs> doing the uh, the grass. <laughs> So we will love you and leave you. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks to the gaffer for um, putting up with our phone calls, which were a yeah. bit stop start. Thanks to Charlie. Try, I'll try and get him on Friday. I'll try and get him on Friday morning, so we do have something uh, for next week. Good stuff. And if you're in London any time between now and July the 9th, go and see Charlie Baker's show, Tony Blair, the musical. As ever, let's finish the podcast. Let's see if we can do it in unison this week. I managed last week because it was just me. Let's see if we can do it in unison this week. Come Come on, on, you yellows. yellows. We were close. We were perfect.